Thanks for joining me today. Um, with me, I have Diraj Mithra, our EVP and Chief Technology Officer, and Donna Posnack-Haber, who is our SVP of Delivery. Um, today, we're going to talk a little bit about the financial world, what's going on in finance. Um, so let's just jump right in. So, um, Diraj, what are some of the challenges, some of the key challenges that are facing the financial industry right now? So, um, uh, first of all, uh, thank you, Tracy, uh, uh, for introducing me. Uh, from a challenges perspective, I would say uh, uh, there are, a lot of advancement has happened in the finance industry, and uh, some of the challenges that we are seeing are a side effect of that. Okay. So, it's so something good is happening, and as a result, you know, you have to deal with certain challenges. Uh, for example, uh, the fact that you know uh, everybody carries a cell phone today. We are uh, creating a lot of data. Managing that data is a challenge, becoming a challenge. The fact that you know we have data on our fingertips is a good thing, but at the same time, uh, the fact that you know that data has to be properly secured, it has to be properly stored, managed, gives rise to a bunch of challenges. Mm-hmm. And then you know we all have been reading in the news that you know there have been you know uh, uh, you know some accounts have been hacked you know big companies have been hacked, data has been compromised. Galaxy works you know a lot in finance industry and healthcare industry, so uh, if you are dealing with uh, any personal information, PII information, credit card information, all those challenges are out there. So um, what? With regard to data security, and is that um, a challenge with um, migrating information to the cloud? Are they utilizing more cloud technology, or is that compromising the security of the data? How how are those playing together? Great question. Uh, What happens is uh, you would see that a lot of companies uh, that now folks like uh, you and me, you know, uh, work with, uh, we may have we we may may be working with you know a small bank, uh, we may be working with a large bank. Uh, the challenge is, you know, a lot of times, you know, uh, these companies are at a different level of maturity. So uh, some may have, you know, very elaborate data centers, very elaborate protocols to manage the data. Others uh, may be, you know, coming up the curve. Okay. And uh, additionally, uh, cost pressures are always there. You know, companies are trying to, you know, manage their cost. So uh, moving the data into cloud has become a priority for a lot of companies. And now, you know, uh, there are a separate set of regulations that come into play when you are uh, working with data in the cloud. I just want to take it in a slightly different direction when we talk about security. And I think when you're working with uh, financial institutions, as Diraj said, they're always very cognizant of keeping uh, information confidential. Um, And when we go to work for these various uh, large banks, um, what we run into is as they're enhancing their software, they have to do testing. And how do they do the testing of what they developed? It becomes a, a huge problem because they can't just take the production data, the live data, and use the testing. All that information like social security, oh, ID, okay. where people live, it all has to be masked. And because it's it's such an onerous process to do that, sometimes they choose not to do it or not do the testing. Oh. And so what what you see is sometimes, you know, and it's not just in the banking industry, it's in it's in all industries. They put something into production and it doesn't work. 
So what kind of um, what kind of processes or technologies are we putting in place to assist with that kind of problem with the testing and, and going to production in a more a more um, um, accurate manner? So uh, you know Donna brings up uh, an interesting point about you know how this data is is required heavily into making sure you know everything works fine in production uh, when the customers really use it and how difficult it is. Uh, I mean, I, I think you know every uh, company wants to do the right thing, but there is a reason why you know uh, not everybody is able to do that. It takes a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of technology to mm-hmm. achieve a state where you can take uh, you know gazillions uh, of bytes of data and you know uh, uh, mask it properly so that you know the PII information is uh, secured. And uh, it takes a lot of time and money. So uh, what Galaxy uh, had to do uh, in a number of instances is uh, use its accelerators to, number one, you know, the challenge is to identify, you know, what's a PI piece of information. Okay. So identifying that information, then masking that information, and then moving it down to the right environments where that data can be used. So are you in that in that sense are you you're doing almost like a process isolations kind of scenario are you and then you know kind of getting it down to the granular of data uh, th- that's uh, you're 100% right you know so you have to isolate uh, from a process perspective what data can be used in which environment and uh, okay. doing it manually is just not an option. So, uh, you know, specific tools and accelerators are required for that. What is driving the need for these types of migrations and these types of, of data? I mean, obviously, we're we're moving forward. Is it integration? Is it um, merger and acquisition activity in the industry? What's what's driving that? Yeah, I think it's it's all of it, and and it's it's not just merger and acquisition with within a company. They sometimes have multiple applications that do the same thing. Right, okay. and it costs them money to maintain each application, not just from a hardware and software perspective, but from a people perspective. So, if they can consolidate down to one one system that does their their DDA checking processing, okay, right. Um, in order to do that, they have to migrate the data from whether it's just two down to one or three down to one or four down to one. I worked for a large money center bank that it just kept on buying smaller banks, right? And all of a sudden you wake up one day and you have four savings account systems and you're spending millions upon millions of dollars to, do, to, to, to keep that up and running. So that's that's a big thing, and we see that in all of the financial companies that we that we work with. Okay. So you have to figure out how to migrate the data and then test it. Yeah, and, and the testing all again, while like you're I, maintaining. I keep security. on going back to the testing and the security, but it's it's critical. It's it's absolutely critical. There was, uh, you know. I mean, I wouldn't mind an error in my bank account that added money. That, so that's not I a problem will, for me. I will give you an example. I think it was in the 90s. Um, a bank put new software into their ATMs. And the next day, nobody could withdraw money from their accounts. Which and in the 90s Probably Google it and find out which financial institution <laughs> it was. Um, and what they did was they spent millions of dollars and took two years to create test environments that included all of their major applications. And they were able to pull data down from production so that they hit every scenario. When Mm. you try and create 
test data, you're never going to hit every scenario. The best place to go is to your live data. But they built out all these environments, and then they built out all the tools to mask all the important data. Well, you mentioned that that took two years. If we were to do that today, especially utilizing Galaxy's accelerators, is that something we were able to do? I imagine after they finished that in two years, some things probably weren't applicable. How, how are we able? Are we able to, to really accelerate that process? Yeah, absolutely. I think if we were to put into place using um, GX Maps and Dash, um, that helps you know go through an application and understand it thoroughly and identify all the inputs and outputs at all the various layers and you probably cut the time dramatically. Okay. What do you wish more people in the finance industry understood about migrating data? What, when, we're, when we're onboarding a client, what do you think is the key area where, where they're like, they're absolutely missing about? So, um, uh, Donna, I can, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, start, but, you know, I think I'll need your help uh, because uh, uh, one thing that, you know, a lot of folks uh, probably don't realize is that uh, there is a big push to move to the cloud, you know, uh, to okay. for the data migration. And uh, even, you know, a little bit of, you know, what Donna said before that, you know, uh, how these banks, uh, big banks or uh, these companies are growing is by acquisitions, uh, all M&A activity. And uh, as part of that, you know, a lot of times, you know, uh, the consolidation post-merger doesn't happen. It may be because of, you know, just how the business model is that acquire, you know, a profitable company, sell off, you know, a, you know less profitable entity. So uh, there is no point in, you know, consolidating. So sometimes it's a business reason why uh, systems are not consolidated and data, you know, just, uh, you know, remains uh, the way it was acquired. And then at other times, uh, the problem is, uh, uh, you know, consumers are uh, nervous about moving their data into public cloud okay. from a security reason. And uh, a lot of times, you know, what gets missed out is that, you know, uh, uh, normal consumers are treating, you know, these companies as a cloud, no matter what, you know, I mean, the uh, big banks, are a cloud, you know, they have their own data center, they have, they have massive data infrastructure, um, uh, data centers, you know, managing the data for us. So it is a cloud mm -hmm. managed by a smaller company. Oh, okay. So, and, uh, uh, so th we really don't need to be nervous about, you know, uh, moving into the cloud, government regulations are there, there is technology available to mask everything if used properly. And uh, cloud, you know, providers like Amazon or Microsoft or whichever one, you know, uh, a company decides to go with, they have a lot of uh, rules and regulations that they have to comply with. So they have the infrastructure uh, to uh, provide the security that's needed. So what I'm hearing from you then is the is it's not as hard or as complicated as they think. It's complicated, but it, there's already right. structure in place. It's possible. It's not It's not a crazy idea to say, let's migrate to the cloud, and exactly that's a, right. a better solution. For exactly that. right. And like Donna said, that uh, using the automation, uh, uh, for example, Maps and Dash, you can identify which uh, data elements are required to be taken care of, sensitive information, okay. uh, personally identifiable uh, information that has to be taken care of. And then, you know, uh, once, you know, proper encryption is done, the data can be migrated and handled uh, in a secure fashion. Okay. And uh, also, you know, uh, just one last bit on that, that uh, uh, 
uh, we all as consumers, we want uh, you know, uh, to get all the alerts on our phones, that the moment a transaction happens, we get an alert on our phone. But the way to make it happen is uh, to push the data out to us. So we do want the services as consumers, but right. at the same time, we are nervous of putting the data out there. So that's the part you know, that uh, you know, everybody needs to uh, understand that uh, if you move to a cloud, that becomes a lot easier. All right, so um, GXRay is a solution focused on strategic planning. So can you talk for a minute about how this tool helps evaluate technical solutions? Sure. Um, so GXRay is really, um, it's a methodology that we go through. Um, and then as part of the GXRay, we use some of our uh, tools such as GX Maps and Dash. Um, but essentially, uh, our clients call us and say, listen, we have these applications, we think they need to be modernized, or they're having problems, it keeps on breaking and going down on mm -hmm. them, and it's, it's not available to their clients. So we go in and we do um, kind of a, a full spectrum look of, of the application and what's going on. So what I mean by that is we, first we understand what's the business that that application is supporting, Mm -hmm. What's the architecture of the application? And what infrastructure is it sitting on? And then we talk about, well, what challenges and problems that you're having. And that's the first thing that we look at. It's just like this high-level view. And then we start peeling back the onion, if you will, all the layers, and we keep on going deeper and deeper. Um, and the process takes probably four to six weeks um, at the end of it, we basically have uncovered any kind of challenges okay. or issues um, that the application might be having, that the people using the application might be having, um, and, and have recommendations on how they can either improve the application um, and, and keep it in the same technology, or if, they, if we really feel that modernization which takes longer and costs a lot more money, um, makes sense, then we will recommend a go forward okay. uh, infrastructure and, and architecture uh, to, to the client. And then um, we usually leave behind all of the information so that they can choose to move forward and do it themselves uh, or re-engage with us to help improve or okay. deploy a new application. And uh, yeah, and uh, so uh, and you can imagine, you know, uh, why it's so important. Uh, what Donna said, because uh, you know, in a typical uh, organization, you will see, you know, you know, at least fifty to hundred technologies being used. So that's one challenge. Second challenge is that you will see uh, that everybody has uh, a day job, which is you know ten to uh, fourteen hours generally. You know, mm -hmm. even though it should be eight hours. And now, on top of that, you are required to, you know, uh, uh, change the wheel on a running car. Mm. While everything is going on, you are trying to figure out, hey, uh, how do I find the problem? How do I fix it? Or how do I do a migration? How do I do replatforming? So uh, uh, long story short, you know, uh, the amount of time that organizations can afford to spend on such an activity, okay. any major transformation or uh, replatforming is uh, basically in weeks. And uh, if you were to do it manually, you would take months and years to understand, you know, what hundreds of technologies are doing, you know, and mm -hmm. how they're working with each other. So uh, that's why it becomes so important to have, you know, uh, 
standards-driven methodology, GX-ray, like Donna talked about, and then to have you know, tools to implement the same. So maps and dash that Donna talked about uh, allow you to achieve you know, that goal in weeks and for a lot less investment than you would have had to do you know, um, if it was physically possible uh, to do it in years. And no company has time to you know, spend a year or two years in uh, you know, just figuring right. out what to do. Right. And, and I think the other barrier um, that the clients face is that the team that's been there supporting the application is very protective of that application, mm. right? It's not often that they'll say, yeah, we know it's, it's crap. It's not working. It's not working, right? Um, and so because of that, if you ask that team to enhance it, they're going to be like, well, what's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong because they invented it. Mm. They created it. Mm. So sometimes it helps bringing in an objective third party that can say, here, here are some of the issues. What you have is great, right? Um, but here's how you can, you know, kick that's it up to the next level. That's an interesting point. I, I guess I, I think for some of our listeners, it, it may not have occurred. It didn't until you just said it to me that a lot of the technologies we're dealing with are homegrown, home-baked solutions. They, you know, we're not dealing with, an, in most cases, an out-of-the-box solution. Correct. It's not something that's applied right. across. It's something that if you don't have people there who know that technology, that tribal knowledge, you may have somebody on, nobody on staff who understands it. Right. So how does, it sounds like our products like GX-Ray and MapStash kind right. of help us diagnose that a little bit. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Donna mentions a great point, you know, about, you know, uh, people can have, you know, that passionate ownership of what they created. And at the same time, uh, uh, there are systems, you know, and we run into that problem quite a bit, which are really outdated technologies and uh, there is nobody available to ma maintain it now. Mm. They're just, uh, you know, uh, so, uh, you know, they were invented like, you know, 15, 20 years ago, and people move on. Mm -hmm. So if there is nobody left to, you know, manage that, and your core assets are sitting in an outdated technology, okay. uh, the tools that Donna mentioned, you know, they allow you to reverse engineer. And uh, the key thing is, you know, it allows you to reverse engineer multiple technologies at the same time, and then it's stitched together all the output, you know, what's happening in different layers in one understandable business format. Okay. So if a business person was looking at it, they can say, hey, you know, to, uh, to uh, manage wire transfers or to open new accounts, here is the process that gets followed from, you know, uh, the time that they click on the browser uh, to when, you know, hundreds and thousands of pieces of data are created in uh, the database. So you're talking about an end-to-end an end -end traceability. End-to-end traceability. End -to -end traceability. You're right. And the point that you just made, if a lot of times um, the business will think they know how something is working and they'll say, True. these are the five things it's, it, 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 that gets done to open up a savings account, all right? Um, and then we run our tools and we find out that there's 15 steps, mm. right? Touching how and many systems? Touching multiple Correct. systems. So you're only as good as the the either the last programmer that looked at the application <laughs> right. or the business person that's the subject matter expert. And sometimes you have to marry the two to really get the true picture. Mm -hmm. If you can't look at the code quickly, right, in that, that couple of weeks time that Diraj said that our tools can, can work in, um, you you end up listening to the to the business me, 
mm. and you end up with misinformation and you go and replatform and all of a sudden it's not working right and they don't know why. Well, you use our tool and it shows you, oh, there are all these other hops that your application is making that you didn't know about, yeah. but it's happening. So it sounds like the, the common theme here is, is really we're talking about speed. So we're talking about our ability to diagnose, our ability to set up a test environment, our ability to test and go live with a level of accuracy. Um, so what are, what are some other um, challenges that you're seeing that are gating the future of the financial world? Does that, does that encapsulate that? So, uh, I mean, to your last point, you know, that uh, speed is uh, the name of the game, but speed has to come, uh, you know, at an affordable cost okay. and not at the expense of accuracy. Okay. So uh, those three things, you know, together, you know, uh, are what's needed. And then, you know, what we do see, uh, and Donna, you can, uh, you, know, uh, you know, chime in. Uh, what we have seen in a number of uh, industries, in a number of clients, that moving from their um, uh, private uh, data centers to cloud or uh, to uh, you know, optimize their data centers, to uh, consolidate their data centers, it hasn't been an easy road. Mm. Purely because you know, uh, hardware uh, you know, has been sitting around you know, for years, mm. and now you, know, uh, you don't know, you know what's going on where. So multiple data centers running multiple applications, multiple assets, and it's not an easy task to figure out, you know, first of all, what all is there, and uh, second, to figure out, you know, how it's working. Okay. So again, you know, uh, uh, we had to, you know, uh, invent a methodology along with a set of tools called GX Infra, and uh, it's based upon GX Ray is a core piece of it, and it allows us to go to these uh, different data centers. Uh, extract, you know, uh, what all is out there, make an inventory of not only, you know, the infrastructure, the hardware, but also to create a mapping between, you know, what software is running on which piece of hardware. Okay. So we're talking about the physical, the physical manifest right. and marrying what we already discussed, which was the, 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 so the, the application software. and the software. That's right. That's, uh, That's right. makes it incredibly complicated at this stage. It, uh, 100% right. And because uh, uh, now, even if you want to, you know, uh, keep your own private cloud, or you want to move to a public cloud, you would need to know, you know, mm -hmm. what all you have, you know, that needs to be either consolidated or moved out uh, to a public cloud. So this is a very necessary uh, first step where you have to figure out what's happening and how it's happening and in a shape and form which can be uh, leveraged by the tools downstream to migrate to either a public cloud or a private cloud or uh, consolidate. Thanks so much for joining me today and talking about the updating us on the financial industry. Um, I appreciate your time. Well, thanks for having us. Thanks really for having us here, and it was fun talking about stuff. Absolutely.